Good evening, everybody. Yes. Hello and welcome to Breaking Late Live. This is us. Yep, first episode. Hello, everybody. Um, this is very different for us, but we'll just we'll keep going. Yeah. How was um? Well, you went fishing. You know. That. I did go fishing. I was a bit crook. It wasn't great. <laughs> I caught was a barra. Well, actually, there was. Did you? Formerly, no, I didn't watch any. I was in the daily, so. No. No. Was um. We might as well start a little bit with the Formula E. Yeah, okay. Lewis Hamilton's been in the news. Yeah, wasn't that interesting? <laughs> so Keeping with the times. Yeah, yeah. Well, people that know, Hamilton actually um, posted something to Instagram. Just bring up the post here. Uh, Lewis Hamilton on Instagram. So I'm trying to keep an eye on the other formulas and see clips of at Formula E. And this one, um, I had to post. If the FIA don't ban the driver, then I'm disgusted. Yeah, okay. you've gone a bit quiet. Sorry. <laughs> um, if they don't ban the driver, this disgusting. It's one of the most dangerous um, driving that I've ever seen, and it's just kind of disgraceful, unacceptable. And I hope Nick Hartfield's okay. What's your take? Um, it was pretty funny that Lewis picked up on this. Mm. You know, three years too late. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was quite a big moment back when it happened. Um, and it was very funny when it all of a sudden popped back up into. The Twitter sphere, I guess you'd call it. Um, and we were all talking about it again for Lewis Hamilton all of a sudden going back to it. Yeah. Um, just a quick one. Comments are going, my mic's not working. Is it better now? Everyone's like, check your mic, check your mic. I can hear me. Sorry, this is live, guys. This is the issue with live. If not, we'll share one mic. Can you hear me? Fine. Is it just Michael or yes. is it both of us? Yes. Okay, everything's all good. Everyone like the video if it's all good. <laughs> we got a 15 second delay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the um, FIA. Yeah, so it was quite interesting because the FIA actually come back and trolled Lewis Hamilton and then it got better. Mm. Nick Highfield, that Lewis Hamilton had a bit of a shout out to say, I hope you're okay in his video, um, or in his tweet, sorry, um, it made a little video of him coming out of the airport and, and, and basically saying, thank you for worrying about me. And yes, it was a big crash and I'm glad I'm okay. And it has been three years. Yeah, um, <laughs> so it's taken a while to come down, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> three years later. The, uh, what's your real take on the FIA, uh, not the FIA, the Formula E? I think it's a building sport and it is the future of, um, not Formula One. I think Formula One has its category and Formula E is where a lot of car developers are probably going to end up with electrics going to be our future. So um, once they get the single car to make the whole race, decent race distance, I think it's going to be better. Well, I think we're only one or two seasons off of the FAA yeah. going, no, you need a, you know, a battery two pack cars, that can make it. Yeah. Two cars, one race is not working. Yeah, and I think that's good. Uh, once we get to that, I think the racing is going to be good. We've already got superstars in it. Like oh, yeah, you got to look at the field. Ex Formula One drivers. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a pretty good field. So it's definitely on its place. It kind of runs in a weird season too. So it runs in an off season. Yep. So, and it's something I, that can move into like city centres as such because it's got no emissions, no noise. And they run, I, I'm not a big fan of the little tight tracks they run on, like put them on a nice big one, but I can see it's more bringing the sport to the fans straight in the middle of the cities. Yeah, they do run on a lot of street tracks. And it's only city tracks. Yeah, and it's 
pretty crazy, some of the bumpiness and stuff you see these cars go over. I think they're going to get better as they evolve. At the moment, I'm not the biggest fan of the category, but, it, mm-hmm. you know, it, each for their own. I'm sure there's people out there that absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You know, if I ever got a chance to go see it, I would, but at the moment, I don't think they come to Australia. No, no, not in Australia as yet. I think they were talking about Sydney was on the p- sort of like some sort of plan at some stage, but see if it ever happens. They just want the Harper Bridge. <laughs> they do. They the TV. Do. Uh, uh, what's the other news? Oh, we've got plenty of news this week, actually. So we'll jump into F1 while we're over that way, sort of in the uh, single seaters. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfa Romeo are back in Formula One. They've yeah. purchased into Sauber and um, they're going to be the sort of naming rights sponsor. So Have that's you seen pretty the big. I seen one that Sauber sort of posted, and that looks unbelievably good. It's all yeah. It's they got the white bottom end with the like a pearlescent yeah, sort of candy say, like, red. Mazda three red on the top of it, but yeah. yeah. Well, that is a candy red. Yeah. <laughs> um, while we're still on uh, Formula One, uh, Christian Horner's called out Ferrari on their threats to leave, asking why would they purchase into another team if they didn't think Formula One was the place to be. Ferrari aren't leaving. Ferrari mm. can say they're leaving all they want. They're not going anywhere. They've been very vocal in the last week about how serious they are on leaving. And if the rules aren't made the way they want the rules, they are gone. Do you reckon the sport can live without Ferrari? Oh, look, it would be difficult. It, they are one of the biggest teams in, in Formula One. That's undeniable. But I think Formula One needs to stick up for Formula One and not... Not that Ferrari. for Ferrari. Yeah, it's not F for Ferrari. It's yeah. It's it is it's a bit of a worry because if they yield to them now, like Eccleston has for years and years and years, you know, there's no reason they should be getting a hundred million pound free kick every year. Yeah. Compared right. to some you know, we've had we've talked about many episodes, but we've had so many teams go bankrupt in the last few years and now we've got Ferrari asking well not asking it's what they've been getting the demanding uh, yeah yeah but demanding not to lose it mm. um they don't have to earn their money they they get given it regardless because they've been there the longest yeah uh, moving over to V8 supercars oh actually one more thing yep um well two more things Jensen Button is gone over to Super GT yeah in Japan he's going to be racing for Honda yeah that's pretty big news so he's going to be back in full-time racing for um, first time since he left in 2016. Well, he said his goal always was to get back into full-time driving. It's just step away from Formula One. Yeah. And he's still yep. got that one bonus drive in Monaco. Yeah, great great track to come back for as well. Um, and Sauber, back on Sauber again, um, they've confirmed their driver lineup for next year. So we've got Leclerc, which is a Ferrari junior driver, and we've got uh, Moneybags Ericsson well, back in the seat again. We all knew Pascal Verlein was going, but you know they wouldn't keep the Mercedes development driver in alongside the Ferrari development driver, do you think? Mm, it is... I don't think so. I think... Um, Verline needed his own seat somewhere else and it just wasn't going to happen because um, we've got too many good drivers in the field already as it is. So mm-hmm. he wasn't bringing a, a money package. So he wasn't looking appetizing to some of the smaller teams. Not that there are that many small teams anymore. I don't think there's a small team in F1 anymore. Well, yeah, Osaba well, was probably the last and they were a big team back in the day, but they slowly drifted off. Um, so yeah, I think his, his time was done. Mm-hmm. Are you interested to see how um, Levesque, what's his name? Leclerc. Leclerc. 
How he goes? Because he's doing quite well in the GP2. GP2. Yeah, he, uh, Formula 2. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's done a great job in there. Um, so it will be interesting to see how he goes. They obviously seen something in him Ferrari, so let's see. Hmm. Is there I any other driver l- announcements for Formula 1 yet? Uh, no, I think everyone's pretty much Toro locked Rosso's in. The only last one now is um, Williams. So it's ah, whether... yeah, and that's pretty much... Whether Kibitza can perform or not, um, they're analysing all the data and stuff from his last test day, and it will be interesting to see. Hmm. Well, what's your supercar news, mate? You've got well, your notepad there. You've we, we've written got, down lots. I've got my notepad. Uh, we've got plenty of driver announcements because we've just come to the end of the season. We've got a bunch of drivers moving up. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Will Davison's um, left techno. Yep. Uh, there was no spot there for him anymore, and he's now joined up with Lucas Dumbrell's team, which is now 23 red. We'll see. Yeah, it's half. It's not even half Lucas Dumbrell anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's Phil Mundane or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Sydney Smash Repairs? Or I uh, can't remember. But yeah, I should anyway, have he's been business. on the cars for the, since like <laughs> Russell Engel. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, so that that's pretty big news for Will. At least he's still got a a decent seat too because they're going to have PRA cars from this year. Yeah, so new PRA ones. Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, LeBrock has gone over to Techno to take Will's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's moved up from Super 2s. Uh, so that will be interesting to see how he goes on with his battle with um, obviously Todd that's also moving up uh, in and their Anton. own seat. Yeah. And What's that? Anton. He's moving up as Anton well. Anton Pasquale. Yep, I think as in well. the top five Super 2 drivers, they're all going up except for Dumbrell, who had no intention of going up. Yeah, of course. Yep. Uh, Heim Gardner's confirmed for Todd's seat, uh, or Todd Kelly, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nissan and Stanaway is at PRA. Have the they actually best confirmed that one yet? Worst secret. Yeah, it yeah. has been confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed. So. I haven't seen anything yet. Um, on other news from V8s, we've got BJR, a changing engine develop or engine supplier. Supplies. Yeah, I think that's maybe a step towards the future. Yeah, they because what was it? KER, KRE, KRE. Engines. They're the ones developing, and I'm pretty sure they're developing the V6 in conjunction with Triple Eight. Yes, yeah. So you want to sort of get onto them in case the V6 is actually really good, and you're like, boom. Yeah, exactly. I, I think they want to get on that train before the you know it bolts. Triple um, Eight. They're going to be doing all their straight line aerodynamic testing where they're going to have cams and the other teams there to look at data to make sure they're not getting too much downforce. And the Nissan will be there as well to compare. Yeah. So that will be interesting. They're basically saying in all their reports that there's going to be a big pushback from the other teams because they said they've tried to get their car as close to the numbers as they possibly can, just minus a little bit. So they're going to get as much downforce as they can. And uh, keep it just inside the boundary. But well, I was reading something that um, Mark Dutton said. He's like, yeah, it's pretty much on the line. If our numbers are out and the supercars are gone, we have to redesign this whole car. Yeah, well, that, I was actually reading another thing from him. And he said they put a lot of adjustability in their design so that they could um, pull the numbers down or put more mm. downforce on it with minimal changes sort of thing. So they've got several different designs. So I'm interested, the next year, we know they're not running the V6. They're going to do it at a couple of wildcard entries. Do you think if, like, Jamie and Shane are in the championship hunt, they're not going to risk it and they'll just run the wildcard entry at, like, Winton, Hidden Valley, Raceway, and actually get 
use it as a proper wild card. Like get a young developer driver in. They can like, all right, we got two rounds, test the new V6 engine. We don't want to risk it blowing up if, you know, Jamie and Shane are in the hunt. Yeah, well, I assume that was what they were doing. I didn't know that they were not... I didn't think they would put Jamie or Craig or, or, or Shane in the car. I figured they would put someone else in the car like at a Bathurst or something like that to get the mileage they weren't looking for a result they're just looking to get time on the track was this like with the new engines all coming through we're gonna unfortunately probably go through a period where we see a lot of engines blowing up probably yeah which Um, is something we haven't seen in supercars in a while because except for Bathurst this year (laughs) okay (laughs) that was an outlier yeah that was caught everyone's surprise you know these V8s the Ford and Holdens they've got 20 odd years of development in it you give any manufacturer twenty years to develop a car, uh, engine. Yeah, they're going to build a pretty decent one. Yeah, exactly. The rules have stayed fairly similar for a long time. There's been small increments of change, but it's been good. Mm. What's your other news? Uh the the last bit we were talking about before the show. Um, DJR are going over the pit lane penalty with the officials. They've got them in the house. They've got a bunch of data saying that they didn't speed in pit lane. That their wheels were doing the right speed and the car wasn't locked and had, didn't have any tyres locked and yada, yada, yada. So nothing's going to change the championship or anything out of this. They don't want any of that. They just want clarification on what actually happened and why they got penalised, basically. Yeah, we're the good guys. We just don't want this happening again. Yeah, exactly. They, don't, they just don't want to be sort of dragged into this. They want to know why. They're a race team. It's typical. Yeah, of course. And I mean, like, we just brought up Speed Cafe here, and they've got all their data, but what do you, what do you think's going to come out of it? Like, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we we're wrong. Yeah, well, I think they might bring into light, like, okay, there was a variable here or something that we took into account or whatnot. There, there might be something that they learn. Um, maybe they won't learn anything, and they'll come out and announce that we weren't speeding and it'll make the biggest controversial thing oh for a long time. <laughs> I mean, poor Lounsey's copping it enough on social media <laughs> as it is. We don't need this. It's true. He has been copying it. It's not, not for a fan favourite, it's not gone well for him. Yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> he got driven into a wall. If anyone should be angry, Lounge should be angry at Scotty. Yeah. I'm going to be the most... Controversial, controversial again. person <laughs> ever. Like, I think Scotty fucked up. <laughs> Oops, language. Um, all right. Do we have any other news? Sorry, we we're trying to wait. We got to wait till seven o'clock before we can talk to the drivers. We thought we might have a bit of extra news. Well, I think we can probably call the drivers now. Actually, it yeah. might might well, work out better anyway. Todd's actually um, not Todd. Bryce. Bryce is on the road. Yeah, poor Brycey is on the road and uh, he's got to get to a hotel room at a certain time <laughs> to book in. So we're, he's been great. He's uh, he's going to pull over for us and uh, have a chat. Um, but we can't hold up too much of his time. All right. Well, we'll give him a call. Okay. Um, bear with us. We're about us, to try guys. and call him. We'll be back in a sec. Hello. Hey, Brycey. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. i got Michael sitting beside me. We're doing our live episode now, so you're live on Facebook. How's it going, Bryce? Okay, no worries. 
Uh, well, first off, we'll introduce you because um, it's a bit hard calling and then just go straight <laughs> in. So, um, on the line, yeah, we've yeah. got the driver of the number 16 Midi Nissan Altima, who did a fantastic job in Newcastle. Uh, Bryce, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you going? Yeah, good. So, you're actually on the road at the moment. Where are you heading to? Actually, uh, heading up to Winton. So, there's a test day on tomorrow. So, uh, lucky enough to get the call up from Brad from BJR, who uh, has asked me to come and drive one of his cars tomorrow. So, yeah, exactly right. On the way up to Winton. So, should be, uh, yeah, something something different, I suppose. That's awesome, mate. Great news. It's good to get the call up anyway. Yeah, exactly right. And um, obviously getting laps in these cars is, is a fair mission, you know. So Well, they're not um, cheap things yeah, to look, run really... around, are they? They don't come around every day. No, exactly right. So it's um, exactly right. So, yeah, look, it's all exciting. Um, obviously, no no plans for me um, to race with BJR uh, next year in Super Tour or anything like that. Uh, more purely that um, Brad just wanted me to come and have a steer. So, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Turn the opportunity down. It's good to be noticed, isn't it? Especially by someone like Brad that's brought a lot of young talent through the game as, over the years as well. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, I'm not really sure what um, what's what his come plans are or what their in-house discussions are, but um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great thing for me. So yeah, very happy. No, it's, it's great. Congratulations again on uh, Newcastle. You did a great job, mate. Yeah, thank you. Um, look, I was really happy with the weekend. You know, it was, it was a really cool track. Obviously, going to a track that no one had been to before was really, really cool. So, it's a little bit unfortunate that, you know, it was so hard to pass on. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, you know, we had pretty good speed in both races, but just couldn't quite get past the people in front of us, and, you know, without making a desperate It move, did look that like that type of track. The UN yeah. Out. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's so... We kept seeing that the whole way through in Super 2s and also pretty much every category that was there. Anyone that wanted to make a pass, they had to go for a desperate lunge and sometimes it didn't work out. Exactly right, you know. And there's actually only one corner on the whole track that's actually got a straight braking approach to it, which is turn two. So, (laughs) you know, it's pretty hard when you're you're dealing with that sort of stuff, you know. Um, And obviously a lot of that track was, as we call a one-lane highway, so... Yeah, so I'm very hard to try and line a move up as well. Yep. So offline was very slippery, obviously. Yeah, exactly right. Because the cars are on the on the same line the whole time, you know. So obviously all the marbles coming off the tires, and um, you know, out and all the loose stuff. It's just so hard to make a move. And there were some parts of the track that you could potentially force the issue, um, you know. But the guys on the receiving end wouldn't be real happy about it, and <laughs> you know, if they were, and and if they were willing to. You know, if they turn down on you, it's not like you can just stop. You know, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna make contact. So, um, for that reason, it was a little bit hard. So, um, yeah, no, overall, still quite a quite a good weekend. You know, I would have liked to qualified the car a little bit further up on Sunday, which yep. um, which I was capable of doing. I was just didn't quite put the lap together. Yeah, um, okay. So that was. Um, I mean, I guess it was good going into the race, but um, to know that there was a little bit more in it. But, you know, it was also so hard, obviously, so hard to pass on that track, you know. Uh, but, hey, even still, you know, it was a really good, solid result for myself. So yeah, I thought you did happy. a great job with um, not being able to take part in one of the practices very long. So yeah, you had a lot of time waiting around while the other boys out there getting plenty of good laps in. So you did a massive effort there to yeah. pull out the qualifying that you yeah. did and, and the races you did. 
Yeah, exactly right. So the second practice session, we basically didn't get any useful laps at all, um, yeah. you know, which was uh, a real shame. And so what had happened, basically, from what we understand, the cool suit box um, had been leaking water, and mm. I think it sort of got into the electronics a bit, and basically the ignition kept cutting in and out of the car, and um, it stopped in a pretty bad spot on the track, and I managed to limp it back in. Um, and then the Nissan guys had a look at it. They blew all the connections out. They mopped all the water up, and you know those those connections in the cars, they're, they're pretty good quality stuff. Yeah. It's actually all waterproof connections anyway, so there shouldn't have been any issues. But went back out the track and it stopped again. So they weren't confident. So we retired the car for the session. But um, that was a really important session. You know, if there's any session you don't want to miss, it's always second practice because that's the chance to put greens on as well mm. to really see where the balance of the cars like. So. You know, yep. rolled straight into qualifying um, <laughs> on a track that had changed a lot, you know, from the first practice with green. So I was pretty happy to, to wheel out fifth after all that. <laughs> that was a brave effort, to be yeah. honest. Because <laughs> I was actually down in Newcastle and I was messaging JD going, what's happened to Bryce? Why has he stopped? Because down at the track, you can't hear anything. But yeah, no, you did a great job. Yeah, no, thanks. No, I was, um, yeah, I was just quite happy. So as I said, wanted to go a little bit better on the Sunday, but... Hey, you know, still still great result for us. So what are your goals for the 2018 season? Um, personally, I'd like to, obviously, a bit, a little bit... It ideally, would be, um, you know, a more regular pace on the podium and obviously to be on the top step and win a few races is, is uh, the idea. And obviously to try and, I suppose, make an impact on the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this, year, this year, my goal was to get on the podium. Um, and you know, I've, that's my first round podium, but I've been, I've finished up, you know, second and third before, but just not for the round. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I was really good to try and tick that goal off. So, yeah, look, next year is going to be very interesting. So, how was it adapting uh, to quite the a few... Ultima? Sorry. Sorry, go on. How how was it adapting to the Ultima? Because you got a, a podium at your very first round, didn't it? Yeah, look, it was it was good. I mean, it, it was tough, you know, going to Newcastle. I didn't actually get to test the car before going to, uh, sorry, to Townsville. So I, I really jumped in the deep end there, you know. We only got the car about three days before it left to go to Townsville. Um, so it was enough time to put the stickers on it and give it a clean and away it went. You know, there was no time to, to have a drive of it. So, yeah, look, it was, um, it, it definitely took a little bit to get my head around to start with, but I feel like I'll, you know, got a handle on it pretty good at the moment. It's just trying to piece everything together. You know, these cars are so hard to drive. And it's, you know, you drive them flat out and you've got to have absolutely everything right to get that extra tenth or two out of it. And um, I'm at that phase now where I can get it out of it. It's just I've got to be a bit more consistent in, in trying to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yep. Um, so. How was the debrief after Newcastle? I would reckon <laughs> yeah, it would have been ask. pretty frosty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, fortunately, I was I was pretty happy not to be part of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously not a good result for the team. Um, I I I did very well clear of that debrief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my engineer and I spoke outside, and um, yeah, we were quite happy, and and everything everything was rosy in our corner. But yeah, I can imagine it would have been a very different atmosphere between you two and in in behind the closed doors. <laughs> Yeah, I was a rose between two thorns, uh, definitely. So, yeah, Even on the podium, yeah, it was um, a bit awkward with Shay there. They a little sheepish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, um, and obviously they've both got their own views, and so, 
you know, one thinks it's his fault, and the other thinks it's the other fault. So, and and they were all trying to ask me, but I saw them from where I was. I could I saw them both go into the corner, yep. and then I come around the corner and one space and backwards. So yeah. I didn't know what happened, but um, and obviously we couldn't. The cars were all in park fermé, so we couldn't pull the footage out until it right then and there. But um, yeah, look, it it is what it is. It's done now, so it? it's unfortunate yeah, exactly. for the team, but. Um, you know, at the same time, it was good to have the three cars running strong. Yeah, well, the Nissans run strong all weekend, which was great to see because you've only got these cars this year. Yeah, exactly right. It's taken a little bit to get our heads around, definitely. Um, but, you know, the cars have been going reasonably well lately. Uh, the cars, you know, great handling, great handling car. So, yeah, look, everything's been going reasonably well. Um, we got a bit of an upgrade. Um, in rear shock absorber that the guys at MW Motorsport basically built for the car at Sandown, mm-hmm. and that really, really helped it. And I, and I think that was, I think that was more of a. Hang on a second, a Bryce. We've just lost our spring. feed. <laughs> We've just gone down. Sorry. We've just gone down. <laughs> We've just gone down. <laughs> Hang on a second. Sorry, it's my first live no stream. <laughs> um. Oh well, that, you did really well at Newcastle. Anyway, that, I was pretty impressed with, especially. I guess a few things went well in that last race, but, you know, it's still very positive. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, um, you know, as I said, it would have been nice to qualify the car a little bit further up, but, you know, at the end of the day, you still need to be there at the end of the race to pick up the result, don't you? Pretty much. Exactly, exactly. Are you coming up to Darwin for the off-season at all, or are you going to be staying down there? No, no, yeah, I'll be coming up. Um, I'm coming up for three weeks, actually, so coming up on the 22nd. So, yep. yeah, it'd be good to... Christmas with the family? Come up, see the family. Yeah, exactly right. Come up, see the family and, and do what Darwin uh, kids do, jump on the bike, on the motorbike, and get some fishing in and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, yeah, look... Really Maybe get a bit of barrel fishing done, win the million-dollar barrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, we might get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> could do, could do. So, for next year, you're looking at aiming for a endurance co-drive or is that like that's the end goal or is mainly just trying to get a good solid result in super two yeah look i mean obviously yeah that that would be the goal uh not you know i've had a couple of couple of offers here and there but it, i suppose we have to there's still a fair bit to unfold at the moment mm-hmm. um you know there's still a fair bit happening we're in the negotiation period at the moment you know so it's quite a fair bit going on, so it's hard to say at the moment. Yep. But uh, obviously, my goal would definitely be an enduro drive next year for sure. Perfect. Are you doing the twelve hour actually? While we're talking about Bathurst, um, yeah, I've, I've I believe so. Um, I've got myself a, uh, a drive there, so we're just going through negotiations with that as well. But yeah, I feel like that'll all work out reasonably well. So I yeah, basically, I'll I'll be on the grid there. Sweet. Um, now, wild cards. What are you looking? Are you, are yeah. you looking at maybe doing one, or you, you pretty much come to Hidden Valley every year? <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, I'd absolutely love to. You know, we tried to get the budget together to do it this year, but we just couldn't get there. So it all depends on the budget. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's possible. There's a fair bit of time between now and then, obviously. But yep. um, yeah, look, that'd be absolutely surreal. You know, to race in front of the home crowd. Mm. Oh, looking forward to it. If you can make it happen, it'll, it'll be a great spectacle for everyone from Darwin. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, obviously, if I'm, if I'm not racing in the wild card, I'll definitely be racing the little VH Commodore Cup car, which yep. is always <laughs> kicked out good again. Fun. 
Yeah, that's, that's all. I love driving that thing. It's it's really low pressure, you know, and you're racing against cars that have got very, very different pace. You know, yeah. the, the cars are, our thing seems to handle pretty good, but doesn't quite have the power of the bigger cars that we race against. So, yeah, it's, um, it's different, you know, and it's, it's really good, really good fun. That's great. Do you have any more tests going forward for Nissan next year, or is that sort of something that comes along more sporadically, like they just pop up? Test days, did you say? Yeah, sorry? yeah, yes, yeah, test days, sorry. Um, yeah, that's sort of something that just pops up, to yep. be honest. I mean, I think they've got it all planned out and mapped out pretty well. Yep. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I obviously was going to drive uh, a few weeks ago. I was going to do a test day for them. And um, last minute decisions, they changed their mind. Um, so yeah, I've got no idea. I would assume that Nissan testing would be over for the year now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. Matt, Matt from MW Motorsport is actually going to be up at Winton here tomorrow. Okay. So that's going to be interesting because he's uh, got a few guys running around, and it's going to be a little bit weird because he's got the Midi's Ultima there and the Midi's Falcon. <laughs> so I won't be driving either of them. <laughs> That will be a bit odd. So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little bit odd. But, um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a very different experience, working with different people. It's going to be in a main game car as well. So, yeah, looking forward to it. What tyres are you looking at running in this? Are they going to be the softs or are you going to be just on the normal hards? Look, I've got absolutely no idea. You know, usually in the morning when we get there, they'll give us the rundown on what's happening. Yep, yep. But... You know, far as far as I'm aware, just have myself there by seven thirty, and I'll I'll be told that you Bring know your usually, suit. usually <laughs> they're the pretty good. Yeah, usually they're pretty good. The engineers have got the day pretty well mapped out before you get there. Yeah, and then they just get you run through in the morning and say, right, oh, we're doing this, this, and this. And you go, yep, okay. They say you can get out between ten and ten twenty, and then you're in the car for the rest of the day or whatever. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find that out all out in the morning. All right. Well, we might let you go anyway. Have you got any more questions for Bryce? Um, not really. I just, you know, I'll come and say hello to you this time. I feel really bad. I walked <laughs> right past you in Newcastle. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so yeah, right. no, one, one thing Michael did say, Bryce, is that you've got a lot of supporters down there, mate. Yeah. The only two shirts he's seen were... The only two Super 2 shirts I've seen was a heap of middies ones and Big Mate Racing. I didn't see any other yeah, big yeah. down there. Yeah, look, um, I had... had I was very lucky. I have a very big support crew up in Darwin, obviously. A lot of guys from the Virginia Tavern up there, they actually made the long trek down to Newcastle. They were all pretty keen. And so, yeah, there was a, a fair few of them come down, and it was awesome to see so much support. And it's, it's pretty surreal to be able to look around in the paddock and actually be able to spot one of your own team shirts. And, you know, luckily enough, our shirts actually stand out quite a lot. Mm-hmm. They're pretty easy to pick. So, yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, it was pretty overwhelming, all the support. That's awesome, man. Oh, well, hopefully we get to catch up with you sometime soon, and uh, good luck. Enjoy the test day tomorrow. No worries, will do. Thanks for having right, me, we'll guys. Go. Take care, mate. Thanks, mate. Catch ya. No worries. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, it's good. Test day with BJR. Yeah, that's go. that's some new news there. Mm. We didn't know that was happening. We're going to find out what the difference between the Holden and the Nissan is. Uh, yeah, true, true. Oh, well, do we give uh, Todd a call now? We'll give him a shot. All right. See how that goes. I'm just checking. These people do know we're calling them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was just talking to Todd. 
Sorry, guys. If this claps out, it's because my little old MacBook is just not going to work. <laughs> yes, that is Nitty Greeny. <laughs> yep. He's been naughty. <laughs> He's in every episode. He, you can look for snit bits in every episode. <laughs> You'll hear him snort. Yeah, he <laughs> Say <makes> hello. <laughs> cool. All right. We're about to call through to Todd now. Hello, Todd speaking. Hey, Todd. JD here from Darwin, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good yourself? Yeah, not too bad. I've got Michael here beside me. How's it going, Todd? You're live on Facebook at the moment. So we're just... Ah, very good. We'll do a little (laughs) intro because it's a bit hard when we call you straight away and you're like, hello, and we don't get to do the intro. (laughs) So joining us now live on Skype, Todd Hazelwood, the winner of the 2017 Dunlop Super 2 champion, um, driver of the number 35 Big Mate Commodore. How are you, mate? I'm very, very good. Yeah, it's uh, just trying to get off cloud nine at the moment. It's been a very good week. <laughs> yeah, we've thought, noticed you've so been a very busy time. boy. <laughs> Is it sunk in yet? Uh, I don't think so. No, to be honest, it's been, you know, I think for us, uh, the best thing is that we've been getting stuck into a new program for 2018. So, yep. um, you know, one chapter's closed and another, one, another one's opened and, um, yeah, it's all full steam ahead. I can imagine that's going to be quite difficult because you obviously got to build a full-time team now. Yeah, look, there's a lot of work involved, but, um, you know, we've been working on this program for probably a good six or seven months now. So um, although the, new, the news was announced last week, we've, uh, we've been working really hard behind the scenes to make sure when we hit the ground running in 2018 that we're uh, fully prepared and ready to go and um, can achieve good things. That's awesome, mate. That's awesome. Are you keeping the same engineer next year? Yeah, yeah, we've uh, got a lot of lot of new guys um, coming on board, but we've also got some great continuity going with uh, Wes McDougal jumping back on board. So it'll be my third year in partnership with him, which is just fantastic because gonna... we've got a really good thing going. We've been able to work together really well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it'll be my fifth year working with Matt Stone Racing. So it's um, yeah, great to have that sort of continuity, and it's pretty rare that you can you know, Keep... spend your whole Dunlop Series career and, and step up with the same team. Mm. Um, well, you'd have to yeah, be one of the only game. drivers who've done it. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a long time, to be honest, I think. I'm not yeah. sure when the last tri- driver did that, or team. So, yep. uh, yeah, it's very exciting for Matt Stone and myself to be able to do that. Have you had a drive of the Falcon yet? Um, yeah, the Falcon um, hasn't been delivered yet. Oh. So, uh, yeah, yeah. so hopefully before Christmas we'll get our hands on new Falcon and we'll, we'll start pre-season testing um, in early February. Yeah, okay. okay. Are you looking forward to going back to the Falcon? Because you've driven Falcons before. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good thing. Um, yeah. yeah, we're really excited about the new partnership with DJR Team Penske. Obviously, they're a team in form at the moment. They've, you know, the way they progressed in 2017 was just remarkable. You know, mm-hmm. considering where they were in 2016. So, um, yeah, it's a new direction for us. Obviously, you know, it's unknown territory, but um, yeah, the guys and girls at DJR Team Penske have been good to work with, and um, yeah, we're really excited to what we can do next year. What cool. do you think the biggest challenges you're going to have to overcome in the main game, as opposed to the challenges that you had in Super 2s? Uh, obviously, the, the level of intensity of racing is the, is the number one thing. You know, everyone's on it. You know, every driver, all 26 drivers are all heavily experienced and know exactly what they're, what they're doing. And, 
um, you know, there's no there's no prize for second place, so everyone goes hard and and races hard. So I have to roll the sleeves up and race hard myself and get used to that sort of environment. But obviously, you know, getting used to the the few um, couple of technical changes that we'll be um, trying to learn next year. So running the twin spring, spring. for the first time. Um, in the main game compared to Dunlop series and running the soft compound tyre as well. So there's a few few little technical aspects that we have to get our head around, but um, yeah, confident we can, you know, hopefully get, by the time we get through the first six months of racing, we'll be well and truly on it. Oh, that's great. Have you got a target for next year or are you just going to treat it as a learning year? Or um, Yeah, it's hard to set a goal. Until I get in the car and understand what it's truly capable of, we, we won't really know. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, hopefully we can we can get some small wins along the way, and um, yeah, we can prove to the to the rest of the field that we're more than worthy of uh, being out there. Yeah, well, I, I think there's a lot of high hopes for you. So um, there's a lot of believers in you, mate. Yeah, well, I'm gonna oh, buy my you. first Ford shirt next year. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very exciting year. So we can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So I was actually doing a quick little bit of research before. Um, I found out you were coming on the show. I didn't realize you won the 2013 Shannon Supercar Showdown. How much did that actually help you getting into the supercars, or were you already looking in that direction before you went on the program? To be honest, it actually changed my whole career path, um, winning that show, and actually opened the opportunity to be running with Matt Stone Racing. So funny is how, you know, one little decision back in 2013 actually changed, you know, my whole career path. So uh, looking back, that was a very good thing. Uh, very fortunate for the opportunity. And um, yeah, it was uh, one of those things that didn't expect much going into it, but uh, you know, walked away obviously winning the show and, and created a few opportunities with, within ProDrive Racing, which was formerly known as Ford Performance Racing back then. Yep. So to uh, link up with the factory Ford team you know, as a 17-year-old, um, yeah, it was very cool. Mm. No, I've, I just discovered your YouTube channel as well, so I've had a four-year catalogue to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of failures on that, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, what was the secret to unlocking success this year? Because it's been a crazy year for you. Well, you, had, you won your first race in Adelaide to going to winning the championship. I know it wasn't comfortably, but in the end it quite was. <laughs> yeah, look, obviously the final round certainly went to plan. We went in there 49 points behind and walked away 95 points in front, so it was... A, quite a surreal turnaround. It was the biggest points deficit um, to first to second all season. So mm. obviously Peter Port Umbrella had a bit of bad luck, which worked in our favour, and you take that any day of the week. But, yep, yeah, um, it's racing. Yeah, yeah, that certainly worked out well. But I think, you know, for this year, we just, you know, we put every single bit of resource into it possible. And, you know, after 20, 2016, we had a really good year, and there's a lot of promises, and we had a lot of podiums. We, we didn't have a round win, and we didn't have a race win like we were aiming for. And um, I sat down with... Uh, my engineer Wes and my my team team manager Matt Stone and we kind of just sat down as a collective group and we thought, what the hell do we need to do to try and you know win races and try and you know try and lift the whole program to another level and you know we worked hard in the off season when we come out to Adelaide first round and hit the deck running and you know we got our first got our first race win and we almost got our first round win within two rounds and um, yeah it was a, a great start to the season and I think it really just can't, it really goes to show you know you only get. What, what you put in and um, yeah you know we put a lot of preparation into the season and it all paid off that's awesome um, you've had I guess Jason on board for a few years now are you taking big mate through to supercars or is that nothing locked in yet um, yeah obviously Jason gomsall has been a, a huge supporter of mine he's been on board for four years now going into our fifth year of partnership so it's really exciting um, as far as name your rights partner 
partner is all to be announced. We've, we're talking to a few parties at the moment. We've got a lot of interest um, within our new program, which is just fantastic. Um, but yeah, who, who, who's going to be a name rights partner? Um, I don't know. And but yeah, we're working on that now, and hopefully before Christmas, we um, we might have something locked away, which would be just fantastic. That's awesome, mate. That's awesome. Um, something I do want to ask, and I know you've probably been asked this a lot, uh, Sandown. That was a massive uh, yeah. shunt. <laughs> You're probably sick what? of talking about it. <laughs> that old chestnut, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was going through your mind when Webb made contact with you and how did you manage to jump back in the car so quickly to contest the Super 2 race? Um, yeah, I think it was just the fire in the belly at the time. I was pretty pretty frustrated, obviously, after the incident because uh, it wasn't at fold and got put put in the fence at over 260 kilometres an hour. So as a driver, you never liked that, those sort of moments. Obviously, it was... A big shunt, but you know, I think fortunately I wasn't able to see the footage, and um, that helped me get back in the race car and um, have another go. And you know, fortunately I did that because that paid off for me winning the championship. So yeah, yeah. You know, at, at that point I was I was leading the yeah I was leading the Super Two championship at that point, and um, I was there was no way in hell I was going to let that go after four years of trying to achieve to get into that point. It well, must have been pretty. Start, c- oops, sorry, go Mark. I was going to say you start. Off the line at the start there was a little bit slow, but I'll, I'll let that go after what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bit shaky actually, in the clutch. Everyone said, oh, you did such a great job, and I was quite annoyed because I said, oh, I stuffed the start up and fell back to third, but yeah, yeah, it still worked out not too bad in the end. <laughs> it must have been pretty crazy walking away from that car and having a look at it after you crash. Yeah, certainly a pretty sickening feeling. Like Obviously, in the, in the car itself, it felt pretty wild, and... I knew it was big, and then when you watch the footage and you watch the car literally just blow to pieces, it's pretty, pretty surreal to to think that that's actually you inside the car, and and then obviously to walk away from it as well because there's been a lot of incidents over the years and other categories and other championships where you see drivers, you know, you know, not walk away from not those sort of incidents. It, yeah. So we've got a question yeah, for you that's definitely. coming from one of the listeners, Todd. Which Falcon uh, are you going to have, Scotties or Fabs next year? I think they've both. Um, the that's, team has that's both. all to be announced. So they're still working through the process of that at the moment. So, okay. right. yeah, can't, unfortunately, can't release too many details on that right now. Yeah, <laughs> no worries. Fair enough. Sorry, Fair Steve, enough. we tried. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you, well, I've got more questions. Um, yeah. Okay. Apart from Bathurst, what's your favourite track and or a track that you've been to or one you're looking forward to? Um, look, to be honest, I, I really enjoy street circuits. So it's hard um put the finger on what track I enjoy most, but to, pro- to be honest, probably Adelaide being, being the home event uh, for me growing up in Adelaide as a kid. Yep. Always enjoy going there. The atmosphere is always electric being the first round of the year and, you know, the track itself, it's got, you know, every single challenge that you could cram into a circuit. So mm-hmm. it's got bumps, it's got concrete walls, it's got fast and low speed corners. So, but yep. to be honest, after driving the track at Newcastle, that's a very close second. So, um, yeah, that's plenty of that's character that track, track, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's got it's got a lot of aspects, you know. Considering it's a brand new surface, it's got a lot of bumps and a lot of undulation, and uh, yeah, it, it's like a it's like a crazy hill climb. To be honest, I don't think the TV cameras did it justice on the weekend. You know, it doesn't really show that thirty meters of elevation going up to turn two and dropping back down the ocean. But I think once the spectators go to the circuit, they have a totally new perspective of what uh, what's involved, and yeah. I think, you know, the yeah, driver's perspective, you walk the track and you almost blow your mind of how the hell are you meant to get around there. I had no idea how high Watch Street was until I actually, because I went down to Newcastle, I actually walked up as far as we were allowed to go on Watch Street and you're like, that's bloody high. 
is a good yeah elevation. exactly so uh yeah, it's like going up in the hills of San Francisco there mm. with all the, the little humps in the street there. So, yeah, Must it's quite a... cool and, yeah, pretty rare to see that on a racetrack. Bit of a roller coaster of the back section on the way down. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, and I think that, you know, it's what us drivers enjoy is a, is a new challenge and, yeah, something that we'd never seen before, which is really cool. It's one of those tracks that bites you as well if you get off offline or miss a braking marker by a few metres or a metre or so, you, you're gone, aren't you? you really got to nail yeah, exactly. that circuit down. Yeah, yeah and it's a, it's a super busy track. The drivers don't get a rest. You know, even on the straight line, you, you're still turning the car to miss all the bumps, and you, you just, you're just flat out the whole way around. So, you know, being the final round of the championship where, you know, most guys are fighting for a championship, it's the ultimate challenge, which is, uh, yeah, really cool. That's awesome. Pit booms next year. Have you worked out where you guys are going to be yet? Um, yeah, million dollar, million dollar question because I've got no idea. <laughs> uh, yes, we're, we're still working on that at the moment, and uh, yeah, we're talking to a few parties at the moment. So uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, we'll have it all sorted over the next couple of weeks, and then when we hit the ground running at the pre-season test at Eastern Creek, we'll have it all sorted. Do you get any data from these cars that you're getting, or is that not allowed to be talked about either? Um, no, no, it's uh, it's all to be tightly lipped. But yep. um, yeah, look, we're Obviously, we've, we've entered a partnership with DJR Team Penske, which is just um, utilising their Falcons. But other than that, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's all I can really say at this point in time. Fair enough. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did well. <laughs> yeah, extremely well. <laughs> which track that you haven't driven that's on the calendar that you're actually looking forward to going to? Um, yeah, definitely the Grand Prix. That's uh, I've never never been to the Melbourne Grand Prix before, so mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be very exciting for me, being, being part of the Formula 1 support category is going to be very cool and uh yeah the track is very flowing very fast which is you know the sort of layout that i really enjoy yep um but another one i've never been to is bukakoe which is very similar uh very i suppose old school sort of circuit with a lot of bumps a lot of character and uh yeah looking forward to getting over there as well and having a dip that should be good have you got any tips for up-and-coming drivers mate that might be listening um yeah i think the biggest thing is just work hard you know, you don't get anywhere in life without working hard. And, um, yeah, I'll probably, you know, to be honest, I probably surprised myself over the last couple of years. You know, you put in the hard yards, you, you just never know where it might take you. So, um, you know, I remember probably six years ago sitting on the fence of Clips or watching the Dunlop Series races going around, which is known as the Fujitsu Series back then, and yep. thinking, mm-hmm. you know, how, how far, you know, it just felt impossible to be a part of that program. Now to, you know, race four years in that category and be a champion is just surreal. So I think, yeah, just... Yeah, work hard and um, don't be- don't don't give up and just yeah believe in your dreams and I can you, yeah, I can vouch for that because you're well known for being one of the hardest workers in Super Two, so mm. it's definitely paid off for you. Yeah, exactly, and um, yeah, I think you know most most professional athletes that you know at achieve at the highest level will say the same thing. You know, they don't come from money or anything like that, but if you surround yourself with good people and um, yeah, aim for the stars, you just might surprise yourself. So uh, yeah. Hmm, okay. No, good advice, mate. Good advice. Yeah, very good. Any more questions for Todd, or we'll let him go have his dinner because it's quite late down there. Yeah, I'm just looking at your <laughs> 2017 stats: 14 front row starts, 13 podiums, and six race wins. That's a fantastic result, mate. You should be very proud. Yeah, no, it's been a truly incredible season for us. So, <laughs> yeah, rolling off those sort of stats, it's, it it um, yeah it makes it sound awesome. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, we only probably had a couple of dud rounds, and you know, other than that, we're on the front row and winning races. So it's been a pretty awesome year and a good good year for the trophy cabinet. Yeah, that's good. That's good. 
Well, next time you're up and down, you might have to come out fishing or something, mate. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's the best place to go fishing, that's for sure. So I think that's the best part of uh, racing up in Darwin is the uh, the week that you get to spend there afterwards. So going out to Litchfield and going out to the hot springs and going fishing and all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, yeah, no yeah can't wait to be in Darwin and uh, next year. All right, we'll, we'll catch up there. We'll pop by your pits when we're in, when you come up to Darwin and be like, Todd, Todd, it's us. <laughs> no drama. <laughs> that's all right. I'm going to be good. down at Clips uh, anyway. um, cheering you on. So it should be good. Anyway, yeah, very we'll good. Go. Now we're going to be, you know, yep. hopefully a small team achieving good things. So, yeah, hopefully you'll, we Darwinians get behind us. Yeah, we, <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> Nares, Todd, well, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, very much appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, congratulations with all the success you've done this year and hope that it continues on for 2018. Thank you, guys, and I appreciate your time. Good luck. very much. We appreciate yours too, mate. Catch ya. See you, Todd. Too easy. See you, guys. Bye. Oh, well, thank you everyone for listening today. Hang on, I don't know if I've hung up on Todd. <laughs> See you, Todd. <laughs> oh, thank you everybody for listening today. Um, hopefully the episode was good and uh, the audio quality was all right. Yep. Sorry about the delay on the video. There's nothing we can do about it. We have Can't to run multiple programs to get it to work through Skype and that. But I had to teach myself how to live stream in a day, two days. Michael's done a stellar effort actually working all of this out. It's been. Uh, it's not as easy as you thought. <laughs> it's not just like go to Facebook, hit live. You're like, oh, you can't do Skype. <laughs> Damn. All right. Oh, you want to use an Apple? Well, that costs money. <laughs> Buy that one. It's just yeah. But I just want to say thank you to everyone that's not come on this little journey with us, but have joined the show and have followed through. Um, we hit, we've hit got little goals. I'm not going to tell you guys what our goals were on this season, but we've we've hit them. I'm very proud of what we've done. Thank you, JD, for everything. I can't believe we've done 50 episodes of this. Yeah, it's gone really, really quickly. It's um, just blown past. So thanks, everyone, for being a massive part of it. Um, it helps knowing you guys are out there listening and and, and mm. uh, being a part of it. So it's good. But yeah. Does any of you guys got any questions you want to ask us? If not, Jake says, nice shirt, JD. Yeah, it's because I'm wearing his race shirt. <laughs> See, look, this is... Uh, someone we support, uh, race shirt and, uh, yeah, get behind him. Zero to 100 motorsport. I just do shoeies. <laughs> Thanks, Martin. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that is us. We might be back unless anyone's got questions, but all we've got is JD's favorite word is awesome. Are we doing a Bathurst 12 hour episode again? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We probably will be. We'll keep you posted. Bathurst 12 hour. Anyway. That is us done. Thank you very much for the season. We'll um, catch you guys next year. Yeah. See Peace you guys. out. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya.